Investing Compass is brought to you by Morningstar Australia. We'll run through the fundamentals of investing, take a deep dive of concepts and offer practical explanations, tools and resources that will allow you to invest confidently. The information contained in this podcast is general in nature. It does not take into consideration your personal objectives, financial situation or needs. Hi, and thanks for joining us for our investing shortcut episode on diversification. Diversification is a process of allocating capital in a way that reduces the exposure to any one particular asset or risk. So simply put, it is the investing equivalent of not putting all your eggs in one basket, which is a tired analogy, but still true. So if you hold one stock in your portfolio and it loses 50%, you would have lost 50% of your portfolio in one go. If you hold 10 equally weighted stocks in your portfolio and one loses 50%, that's a 5% loss. We take this a little bit further. If two of the other stocks in your portfolio rose by 20%, that cuts your overall loss down to 1%. One issue with diversification is that it's often portrayed as the more diversification, the better. Like everything else, though, the key is to understand the benefits of diversification in relation to what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, that's right, Shani. So let's look at the two extremes of diversification. One extreme is that you put all of your money into a single stock, the all your eggs in one basket approach. If the stock you own does really well, you will do really well. And if the company goes out of business, you will lose everything. That single stock gives you the most opportunity for upside because it may be the best performing stock in the world. But it also gives you the most opportunity for downside because it could go out of business. So the other extreme is that you own every stock in the world. You'll get the average return because an index represents the average return an investor will get. So hopefully this gives us a good way to frame this discussion. Diversify means we go from one share which gives us the best and worst chance of a high return to adding more shares where each additional share drags down or gets us closer to the average return. An average sometimes seems bad, but in relation to investment returns, it's actually pretty great. The ASX average return over the past 30 years is over 9%. That, that is really good. And as somebody who aspires to being called average, I think, uh, I think average isn't a bad outcome. So there are pros and cons to both concentration and diversification. And I think it's a fine balance between the two. And tilting towards one or the other is based on your individual circumstances and goals, and especially how much time you have left until you reach your goal. The trap, though, is that many investors fall into too much diversification. And there are two main ways that you can over-diversify without necessarily knowing that you're doing this. So if you're in a position where you're trying to beat the market by picking your own shares or by picking an actively managed fund, you need to worry about too much diversification. Too much diversification can be in the form of index hugging. And index hugging is when investors or actively managed funds end up looking a lot like the index that they're trying to beat. Let's give an example of an actively managed fund where the expectation is that you'll earn a return above the index because of a higher concentration. So for example, you might invest in the Magellan Global Fund because it's concentrated. So it maintains between 20 to 40 stocks. Its benchmark that it tries to beat has 1,600 stocks. However, in practice, many active funds have pressures that force them to hug an index. 
And we have to remember that these actively managed funds are run by people, people that have careers, and their careers and their compensation is tied to the success of these funds. And that, of course, is measured on how well they do comparative to the performance of an underlying index and their peers. So to reduce the risk of underperformance, managers can sometimes fall into the trap of following the index very closely. And that's not beneficial for an investor who's paying higher fees for active management. And the second way that you can over-diversify without knowing is well-intentioned, but many investors don't really realize that they're doing this. Um, so a common misconception is that you can invest across five to six funds and achieve diversification, but realistically, this isn't adding value. Yeah. So the truth is that if these funds and ETFs are investing in the same universe of stocks, they often will have the same goals or benchmarks. And you often see that there's no real value in trying to diversify across many similar funds that are trying to accomplish the same thing. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the balance between diversification and concentration. So a common question we always get is how many stocks or investments should I hold for my portfolio to be properly diversified? All right, so we're going to turn to the experts here. So Frank Riley and Keith Brown were professors at research and wrote on this, and they found that in one set of studies for randomly selected stocks, about 90% of the maximum benefit of diversification was derived from portfolios of between 12 and 18 stocks. And where you have to be careful in running a concentrated portfolio is to make sure you are avoiding unsystematic risk. And unsystematic risk is risk that is unique to a specific company or industry. So being too concentrated in the resources industry may mean that if the industry declines, um, you might be in trouble and diversifying into other industries may stop you from losing money that you can't make back. Yeah, that's right, Shani. Australians have a strong sense of home bias, so they tend to invest heavily in the Aussie market. And this obviously isn't a full look at investors in Australia, but ATO figures indicate that less than 1% of Aussie SMSF assets are invested overseas. And when you look at the Aussie market, you can see that the majority of the stock market is tied up in financial services and resources. So it's extremely concentrated in a few industries. So when you're investing in individual equities, it's important to keep this in mind and diversify not just across stocks, but across industry and geography. So as we've hopefully demonstrated, diversification is a fine line to walk and the degree to which you diversify should be dependent on your time horizon and your goals. The more time you have, the more opportunity you have for concentration and higher potential returns. The closer you are to your goal, the more diversification will smooth out the ride and reduce volatility. So thanks for listening and send us any suggestions of any investing terms or concepts that we can cover, anything that has you stumped or anything you just like explain without the jargon. Any advice is general advice prepared by Morningstar without reference to your financial objectives, situation or needs. You should consider the advice in light of these matters and any relevant product disclosure statement before making any decision to invest.